for tuning in to the Reminders Podcast. So today I've got episode two of the Quick Reminders series. So if you didn't see the first one, the series is essentially me watching TikTok so that you don't have to, and paraphrasing what I have gotten from. Today I got five videos, so I'm going to kind of rapid fire go through these and share any thoughts that I have on them. You know, the, the idea behind this is really um, trying to implement and integrate some of the information that we come across on the internet. You know, there's such an overabundance of information and an overconsumptive uh, avalanche of, of habit that I'm sure we all find ourselves in, where we're consuming maybe more than we create and uh, maybe more than we are able to actually implement and integrate this information into lived wisdom in our bodies. I feel like until knowledge becomes embodied and enacted in our behavior and our action and the way that we move about the world and our lives, uh, until then, you know, it's just, it's just fodder. It's just uh, infotainment heard my brother say that term years ago and that really stuck with me I like to I, I just feel like it, it illustrates exactly what's going on here like yeah it's information we feel like we're getting smarter you know but really we're just often distracting ourselves from our own thoughts and um yeah in this infinite entertainment loop entertainment boredom dopamine crash loop loop-de-loop Sure, we're all familiar with that, so I won't harp on that too long. Um, I actually came across one video. So basically, what I'm doing, uh, by the way, is I have a reminders playlist on TikTok, a little collection folder, whatnot, where I save videos that I come across that I would like to be reminded of at some point. You know, little bits of wisdom that uh, you know move me in a micro moment, and then I scroll on past and see what the next hit of uh, juicy information will be. Um, anyway, so I save these, and for this series, what I'm doing is basically hitting that uh, carousel scroll and just letting the gravity, the digital gravity, fall on a page, and then I'll, I'll decide, am I going to do the one on the left, center, or right? And I just scroll, see where it lands, and go for it. So these aren't super... Um, sought out videos. I'm not uh, curating these too uh, meticulously. It's kind of uh, almost like a tarot reading, you know, just sort of seeing what the cards, what what I pull out in, in the cards, what I find in this uh, little personal database that I've collected on TikTok. So there was one that was actually pretty closely related to what I was just talking about. So let me find that one. Um, Okay, so this is from Joshua at Homeostatic Life. And he just starts the video by saying, what did you learn in that previous video? What about the one before that? Blah, 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 blah. Basically getting at, you know, more or less exactly what I was just talking about, that, that we're in this space, this digital space to distract ourselves from our thoughts and to hopefully come across better thoughts. You know, we're, we're either bored by our thoughts or think that our thoughts suck, you know. 
maybe we have programming of being ultra focused on what's not right in our lives, that sort of thing. Uh, which I'm sure that most of us have at least some degree of that programming that has been instilled from generations of looking for our purpose and our value and coming to the place now where we sort of have enmeshed our value with what we can produce, what we can provide to, to the marketplace and to our community. So depending on which word we use, right, it sort of is one side of the same coin. I, I do feel like our purpose is related to what we can provide to the community. I mean, that's why I'm doing these videos, you know. This isn't just for me, although first and foremost, I am just as when I make music, I'm my first audience member. Even even though I'm the one channeling the music, I'm also the first one to hear it, right? So in, in some regard, I am the first person to get any value out of any of the things that I create. Uh, but I could choose not to share those things. You know, I could just make music in my own personal space and I could do video journaling or uh, pen to paper journaling and just keep it to myself. I do choose to share it because I feel like this is something that if it's valuable to me, it could be valuable to one or two or three other people, you know? So, um, so yeah, I, I think that our value in a certain sense is tied to how we can share our value with other people. Um, the difference being that we don't need to prove our worth. We don't need to earn our right to life by being of service. I think that 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 is innate, that we have innate value, that we have innate dignity and purpose and, and worth. Um, I didn't mean to say purpose. I don't necessarily think that we have innate purpose, but that's more of a philosophical discussion that we could get into. Um, I'll breeze past it. I think that purpose is something that we create. I think there's an infamous blank canvas of existence, and we can, can paint anything that we want on that canvas. So related to this topic, we can just regurgitate the the paintings of our parents and of generations past of the predominant social programming and conditioning that is in our environment when we were born and as we grow up and as we interact with the world as adults. You know, there's a predominant cultural context. So we could just reflect what we're seeing and hearing and just, you know, be a cog in the wheel in that sense. And there's nothing wrong with that in, in, inherently. Uh, sometimes there is um, when the cultural context is one of taking more than we need, uh, exploiting others and ourselves for, for low-hanging desires, such as, you know, self-aggrandizement or status one-upping one another the sort of um overly competitive toxic masculine sort of paradigm that we've been in for a while um yeah that's that's not something that i feel like is super fulfilling or and enhancing to the human spirit or um something worth reflecting um, 
And the, the other option is to begin to notice those cultural conditions and the context of which we are a part and begin to question, begin to question, how can I add to this? How can I shift this? What of this context and conditioning is moving my life in a direction that I actually feel good about? So that's a little musing on that subject. Uh, let me know what you think about that if you would like to continue that conversation. Uh, but I'm going to move on. Let's see what else was he talking about that I want to blah, 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 talk about. So yeah, essentially it's just like, are we learning from what we're engaging with or consuming on the internet? Most of the time, no. Most of the time it is just entertainment and it's in one one ear, out the other. So he was basically um, speaking on balance, speaking on creating a balance between when is it useful to distract ourselves from our thoughts, you know? Because sometimes, like I was pointing out, sometimes we do have thoughts that are overly focused on suffering or thoughts that are wrapped up in in the opposite of self-aggrandizement, you know, the the shadow side of that inflated ego would be like the self-sabotaging uh, program, which I definitely have found myself in for most of my life. Um, so it's it's balancing. It's like, yeah, if I'm in a thought spiral of self-sabotage, then it, w- it would be valuable and useful to shift that thought and check out what's going on on the internet, you know, and hopefully find some information that is life enriching that can help shift that in a positive direction. But once I have engaged with that again, it's like, what do I do with it? So that's a huge part of this podcast. And even the last podcast that I did, um, breakthrough consciousness, I have been really interested in creating action steps at either the end of each episode or at some point in the discussion, you know, how can we actually bring this into our life? And it's one thing to name it. I mean, that's the first step. And then it's another thing to carry, you know, carry it on and follow through with it. Um, So just throwing that out there, you know, it's something to check in with yourself. In what ways can we implement the things that we're learning? And that takes motivation, you know, and a lot of times we're on the internet because we don't have the motivation to be doing what we necessarily need or want to be doing in a given moment. You know, sure, there's just moments of boredom, but there's also the massively distracting aspect of being on the internet and just procrastinating and what we want or need to be doing. Um, So, you know, we don't always have the most uh, wide bandwidth for taking action when we're in this space. So I guess I'm just encouraging you and myself to, to do that, to maybe, um, I don't know, it sounds super nerdy to like say take notes, you know, when you're on the internet. Uh, but there could be fun ways of doing it. You know, like I was saying, just creating like folders of videos that, that speak to you. And then, actually checking in on them, like in a space where you do have motivation, maybe using it as a journaling practice, like 
popping into that folder, just doing what I was saying, just at random, find some videos and re-engage with them and see if there's any way that you can take it deeper and reflect in your life in ways that may be more forward leaning. Okay, so actually on that note of, you know, internet usage and whether or not it's a distraction to us, blah, blah, blah. Um, another video I came across was from Adventure Music, and this is actually like a music marketing channel, uh, but they were talking about focus and, you know, when you basically suggesting a practice of whenever you find yourself having an urge to check your phone, you know, check social media, check messages, whatever it may be, any urge to distract yourself from what it is you're trying to focus on, to just make a tally of it somewhere. If you got a piece of paper, whiteboard, whatever, you know, literally just make a tally each time you're tempted to distract yourself. And, you know, this gives a moment. It gives a, a moment to take pause and decide, do I actually want to distract myself right now? Do I need a break? You know, because that, that is an important part of the conversation, too. We do also need to rest. We do need moments of, of rest and uh, enjoyment and moments to laugh, moments to, to take pause from, from the grind. Uh, but just checking in. So having that moment to actually check in, is this something that I really want to do? Or am I just being compulsive? Let me just shift it back, shift it back to focus, refocus. So I haven't done this. Um, I will try it out and let you know how it goes. Um, yeah, just a, a quick little suggestion. So this is the perfect uh, example and opportunity to do a, what I was just talking about, you know, an actual practice, an action step that we can try to implement and see if it is valuable to our lives. So I'm going to check that out. I'm going to try that and let you know how that works out for me. Okay, so that was at Venture Music. If you're a musician, they've got a bunch of, of cool tips and thoughts on marketing and stuff like that. Okay, this next one is pretty related as well. This is from at Magic Inclined. Uh, this video is talking about shadow work and how what we focus on primarily, what are the things that we put a lot of energy into and focus into, the universe is going to bring more of. And basically was making the claim that if we're constantly focused on doing shadow work, that the universe is going to bring more shadow for us to work on. Um, I don't know that I agree 100%, but I appreciated the reframe. And the main takeaway from that video for me was the idea of tending to the shadow when it comes up naturally and not necessarily going out of our way to seek out shadow work. Um, again, I don't say that as a hundred percent, uh, black and white advice or anything. I think if you have a journaling practice and that's working for you to dive a little bit deeper into your psyche, I mean, shoot, essentially any form of therapy is shadow work. Um, definitely not suggesting to not engage in therapy informal or formal um but i think there is something to what was said um really it's a it's an encouragement to to take pause too to take it easy to trust to surrender into the trust and to i think 
possibly the most important part is to actually tend to the shadow when it, when it comes up. So when we're triggered in a, in a conversation with someone or in an interaction, when things get, when the shadow comes out, you know, do we just stuff it back down? Do we, uh, are we staying reactionary and just moving about life and then just, you know, sweep it under the rug or do we actually face it when it comes up? Do we actually admit to ourselves and to other people, yo, I'm triggered right now. Like this, let's dig deeper. Why, why is this bothering me so much? Um, why is this setting me off? What in my life in my early, earlier stages of development is sort of reflective of, of this moment? Um, what's the core trauma here? You know, those are, those are moments when that's a potent time to come to clarity about those things or to begin to um because you know it's not gonna it's not gonna happen and in one sitting we're not gonna be able to totally clarify our shadow but i think in those moments probably there's a lot more opportunity and um potency for coming to clarity rather than just sitting down and trying to dig into it you know through journaling or through uh therapy or whatever um talk therapy or what have you but you know, do what works for you. Uh, just a just a quick reminder on that. Just uh, take it as it comes, and to not overly focus on the negative because it's true. I do believe that if we're if we're constantly thinking about what's wrong with us, then in in a certain sense we are feeding that energy. Um, so yeah, starve out what you what you don't want to be experiencing. If 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 we're experiencing depression or self sabotage or you know what have you. I mean, those are things that I experience if I'm dwelling on, Oh my God, I'm depressed. Oh my God. I'm, I'm not where I want to be in life. You know, I'm behind. If I'm like hyper-focused on that, then I'm, I'm recycling that energy by continuing that thought period, that thought. Um, so instead just starve it out, stop feeding that energy with the thoughts and, uh, focus on what it is that, that we do want to be bringing into our lives. So, focusing on the energy that we want to be embodying. And the more we focus on that, the more we practice it. Cause again, these are habits, these are mental habits and behavioral habits. And so it takes time. It takes time to build up that muscle of speaking to ourselves more kindly, more gently, um, having patience when triggers come up and being more in the mode of being of curiosity of okay why 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 is this coming up um treating it as a gift you know i i do believe that every moment is a uh, reflection of what's going on in our psyche and uh in that sense it is a gift whether we're experiencing you know bliss and ecstasy or if we're experiencing suffering and uh anxiety and triggering moments i think all of those are medicine if we allow them to be it can be catalysts for deeper self-discovery and and growth in that way all right so uh that was at medicine or was uh magic inclined um by the way i i've moved all of the videos that i talk about in these quick reminders to a playlist called quick reminders on tiktok so if you're following me on that platform uh you can find the the source material of of these these prompts in that playlist um 
Yeah, what's my handle? I think it's at reminders for living lucid. Yeah. I'll have to double check that. <laughs> okay, so moving on. Then we have... Okay, this is related to... Yeah, you know, it's just funny, like, talking about how I've come across these, them being, like, you know, more spontaneous, synchronistic uh, finds rather than meticulously putting together different videos. Like, they are all related, so I think that's that's encouraging to me. That's affirming. Anyway, this next one comes from Delphina at She the Mystic. So she was talking about awakening reminders and essentially that she started putting reminders on her phone to little alarms to ring and just like kind of ask, are you awake right now? Like, where's your vibe at? And I really liked the way that she framed what it means to be awake versus asleep. That essentially, spiritually speaking, of course, right? That essentially, like, the awake mindset is one of being in conscious flow and being kind of all of those things I was talking about in the previous prompt. In witnessing mode, curious, you know, curious and noticing what's happening, um, consciously choosing what energies we want to be focusing on, that type of thing. And that the asleep, sp being spiritually asleep, is essentially just being in that reactive state where we're just in autopilot and reacting to things based on our programming and our, our baseline triggering without any real thought or consciousness behind it, just sort of in autopilot. Um, so I thought that was really potent. And it, it reminded me, I actually used to do this as well. I had a reminder on my phone at like 5.55 or something. Uh, and it was, are you awake? And I'm going to be honest, I just got into that. of <laughs> just autopilot, just swiping, you know, turning the alarm off and not really taking a moment to think and to check in with myself. So I'm going to implement that one again and do, do a take two on this. You know, we're further along the spiral. I'm at a different level of consciousness than I was, uh, you know, at least marginally since the last time I did that. So, you know, just having these little, these little reminders in our lives, you know, whether it be a painting that you have on your wall or keeping post-it notes in various spots in your house, you know, I've actually tried that one before and just like totally ignored the notes, but you know, different people are tuned into different things in life. Um, sometimes I'm not super tuned into the physical environment reminders. So I have other ways of engaging with, with those types of conscious reminders, like music and listening to podcasts and stuff like that. Um, I'm much more audibly focused or uh, auditorial, auditorially focused <laughs> um, is where my, my attention is usually in my, my hearing and then uh, more intangible ways. You know, I'm noticing social dynamics and just general atmospheric vibes, you know, the energy of a room, that type of thing. I'm not so, so cued into what I'm, what people are wearing or what, what words are on a poster or whatever. Um, but that may be your thing. So just setting these, setting the infrastructure up in your life, you know, setting these reminders for yourself. Um, so anyway, I thought that was really cool. The last one is also related. This comes from Robin at deliberate creation. 
talking about how life is a game and that our ego is the avatar character in this cosmic game, our higher self being the one playing the game. Um, this is talked about like quite a lot in the, you know, sort of spiritual-ish communities these days, even to the point of talking about simulation theory and stuff like that. I've probably talked about that to a degree on the podcast before, and I'm sure it'll come up in the future, so I'm not going to get too deep into it. I do vibe with it as a metaphor, though. I, I do feel like we, I mean, even on a scientific level, we are sort of in a holographic type of existence. You know, we know on a physical level that atoms are really energetic potentialities dancing around and sort of appearing to be solid when really there, there is no base, smallest fundamental bit of matter. Matter itself is an expression of energy, and it's not finite the way that we perceive and the way that we thought it to be in the time of like Newtonian, Newtonian physics when um, the atom was discovered and all those sorts of things. They thought the atom was the building block of reality. Um, for the last hundred years, we've, we've known through quantum mechanic studies and research experimentation that there is a deeper level of existence one that plays by much different rules um so on that level yeah this this is a simulation in the sense that it's sort of holographic that we're we're simplifying we're simplifying reality through our senses um and there's there's tons of research uh that's gone into that um in ways that just like our our brains are receiving a bunch of information, but we're not really computing each bit. So based on what I expect, I'm sort of like filling in the gaps of of my perceptions. Um, I don't know. I'm not a scientist. So I can't get into that too too deeply. But um, yeah, life being a video game, I, I I dig it as a metaphor. I think that it really is pretty accurate. Um, that we are in this sort of virtual reality. Uh, simulation theory sort of comes at it with a little bit more of a paranoid lean to it. And in talking about base reality and that we're like literally in a video game of like a different, I don't know, like aliens are playing the video game of humanity on Earth. I mean, that could be true too, but it's like everything's a story. It's just... It's all about, you know, what, how we're choosing to interpret the mystery. So that one doesn't feel right to me. Like, if, if reality is a hologram, that would mean that there is no base reality to me. Like, that doesn't make sense that there would be one reality that is, like, the true reality, and then all the other ones are a simulation of the true reality. That doesn't really line up in the way that I see things. Um, but anyway, like what to make of this in a practical way, it's just exactly what we were talking about, you know, um, viewing life from the lens of, of the higher self, where this is a place where we get to play. This is a place that we can create and we can create our experiences and play in our lives through the experiences that we create, you know? So again, if we're just on autopilot, 
uh, we're just regurgitating and reflecting the experiences of our parents and past generations and the people around us? Or do we take more of an adventurous, uh, courageous, playful flow in our experience and uh, create something that feels fun and fulfilling to us? Um, I've thought about this a lot, and I definitely am still butting up with my conditioned fears around what it means to be a person that's living wide awake and to be dreaming out loud in the way that I live my life. Um, I still butt up with fear of rejection and fear of um, being seen in negative ways and of of affecting people um, negatively through being a little narcissistic in that way. Uh, I think there's there's a balance. And I'm sort of running out of fuel here, so I don't want to get too deep into this conversation. But, um, you know, I think it's just, it's a fun reminder and it can be potentially a really fruitful reminder to reorient to life and in a way that isn't life is happening to us and we're victim to existence, but rather that we are here to enjoy our creations and that we can choose to play someone else's game, period. And we can choose to play other people's games and also play our game and also create new ways of being, new ways of engaging with one another and with ourselves in the world. Um, we don't have to be a certain way just because society expects us to be a certain way, you know, that type of thing. So anyway, I'll get way deeper into that another time. That's the type of thing that, you know, it's harder to have a one way conversation about a little soliloquy on, uh, life as a virtual reality. But, um, yeah, we'll, we'll touch upon that topic at another time. All right. So like I said, all of these videos are in a playlist called Quick Reminders on TikTok. If you're not on TikTok, I'm not necessarily recommending it. Uh, in fact, if you're not, stay off and uh, tune into this channel and I'll give you the, the, uh, the lowdown on some of the headier videos out there. Anyway, if you've made it this far into the episode, I super appreciate you listening. And if you ever want to be on the podcast, feel free to hit me up. And if you've got a topic in mind, you know, throw it my way. We'll see if, if we can uh, hash it out on the podcast. And um, yeah, come hang out at Fibonacci Brewery. If you're in Cincinnati, uh, Ryan and I will be there this Saturday. Uh, well, this probably won't be out in time for that. But we're, we're there every third Saturday through October. Fibonacci Brewing in Mount Healthy. And uh, the song that you heard in the intro and in this outro, it's called Palm. This will be our next release. Just have one more element to add to it, and it'll be out there for you to enjoy. Add to your playlists and all that good stuff. So, so still out here making music, doing the thing. So keep flowing. Much love, y'all.